If you guys love the podcast, you want to get the audible version of my new book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, at capitalistbook.com. A user named just Jay on Amazon said this in a review, a four-hour work week for 2019. He goes on to say, I bought this book because I read somewhere that it was like a four-hour work week of 2019, and it absolutely delivered. The book delivered on both big ideas and has specific actionable templates, including unredacted and minimally redacted emails. This book is not chock full of self-promotion or useless platitudes, but is broken down into four key rules explained in solid detail and with specific and often amusing anecdotes. Reading this really got my wheels and my head turning of how to be resourceful, which many say is the ultimate trait of a successful entrepreneur. My favorite of the four rules is blank. You have to go read the review to find out. But guys, thanks for supporting me on the podcast. I hope you go grab the book on Audible today at capitalistbook.com launched in 2013, serving about 350 customers with online marketing, marketing automation, specifically with WordPress. They're doing about 25 grand per month in revenue. They're flat year over year, so they're making a major change, moving to essentially a nonprofit model where they'll take corporate donations and grants to keep growing the business. He's got a few of them lined up. We'll see how that transition goes. He's got a team of nine people in Denver building, again, the SaaS company, the marketing automation company, and running his agency, which services the same demographic. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Eric Wolf. He cooks 30-minute meals in 15, and he runs a five-minute mile faster than you. So with over a quarter century of experience gathered over the last 20 years, he's decided marketing should be more efficient, too. As the founder of Orbiter, he's known as a trailblazer in small business sales and marketing automation. Eric, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm, we're going straight to the top. Awesome, man. All right, this is a very crowded space. SMB marketing automation. Tell me where you play, what you do, and what's your revenue model. How do you make money? Uh, well, so first of all, how we um, how we make money currently is um, is based on monthly subscriptions, just just like everybody else. Um, we're going to have a big announcement in a few weeks that's actually going to completely change that or change a lot of it, um, which we're very excited about. But I can't tease that too much right now. But um, we uh, where we fit in is um, when you look at the big packages, the all in one solutions. Um, your companies like HubSpot and Infusionsoft, et cetera, et cetera, they make really great software, um, but it tends to be, from a small business perspective, very difficult to implement. Um, we take a completely different approach to that. Rather than saying that we want to be an all-in-one solution, we take a integrated solution, and we work with WordPress, we work with Gravity Forms, we work with WooCommerce, we work with Zapier. So rather than try to replace all the stuff that you have, what we do is we integrate with the things that you already have and make that work better. So just to be clear, like I'm seeing the example on your website is like a contact form widget inside of WordPress. I mean, is this a good example of what you do? 
so we we work with um, we work with gravity forms, and so one of the things that we do, for example, is is where a lot of tools have dynamic content. We allow you to do that right within WordPress and on any page, where um, we let you manage uh, your segmentation and your lead scoring and things like that directly from WordPress. Um, and then we integrate with the tools that you're already using, like Mailchimp and WooCommerce and Salesforce. Um, uh, by way of Zapier and some other integrations. And so, so you don't have to replace the stuff that you're already using in order to use our solutions. You can, we basically plug right into what you already have and we make it awesomer. Got it. So Eric, give me, give me, I don't want to go down every customer cohort, but on average, what's a customer pay you per month for this? Uh, $99 per month um, or $1,000 per year. I love really that. Simple. simple pricing. And when did you launch the company? What year? Uh, 2013 was our was our first public launch. And, and we were me, in beta for about a year before that. Get 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 me in your head there. And that year, I mean, what was going on? Did you just leave corporate life, or where were you thinking? Um, well, actually, where where I was thinking is that I um, I ran and and still also run a digital marketing agency, and our clients very much wanted to be able to do more in the the realm of automation. They didn't have a thousand dollars dollars a month to spend on software. And so we started building tools essentially for our customers. We, um, we addressed what they were saying, Hey, this is what we want. And we want it to all work in WordPress because we're doing everything in WordPress. And so really that was the genesis of the software. And so from the, is that agency still running today? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Why not shut that down and go all in on the software? Um, you know, it, it's a, um, it's a different way of helping people. And so we, we really, um, and there were, there was a time that I really thought about going all in on the software, but as I headed in that direction, I realized that, you know, I, I missed the ability to, to work really closely with the clients. And, and it was also taking away one of the key ways that we learn, which is by actually solving problems. And so we decided to, to keep, you know, to, to, to sort of keep going down both paths and, and have the one side where we help folks and the other side where, where we make our tools available for anyone who wants to use them. And, and, and very often it ends up being other agencies. And so Eric, what have you scaled the, the software companies to today in terms of total customers using the platform? Uh, we have actually at this point, several hundred folks using, um, using the platform and, um, and we expect that to grow by, by leaps and bounds based on the, um, based on the things that we're going to be rolling out in the next month. So, I mean, Eric, but, just, just um, to try to be, had, just to try and be clear on that. So, I mean, are you talking like 200 people or 500 people or 900 people? Uh, 500 is a good number. Okay. Got it. So, I mean, the, the reason, <clears throat> the reason I'm doing this, I'm, I'm trying to triangulate kind of growth. So 500 sure. customers paying hundred bucks a month, you guys are doing about 50 grand per month right now in revenue. Uh, we're doing less than that in revenue because of things like agency partners and folks like that, that are paying different rates. We okay. have, how we just, have, just we be, have a small, before you describe, before you describe the channel, sorry. So how much lower, uh, we do, uh, uh, probably about half that at this okay. point in, in monthly revenue. And then, so then, then tell me more of those strategies. So a lot of these are through kind of marketing channels where, you know, you're getting your margins. Yeah, so, so we have, yeah. So we have, we have agency partners who are implementing this for their clients. We have, um, we have folks who, um, we actually still have some folks who are using, 
um, a freemium version of the software that we rolled out about four years ago, which which is now defunct, but there are still folks that have been that have been using it. And so um, so we've got probably about 500 active users. And just be clear, though, how many paying not my question was how many active like paying customers, not users, how many of the 500 are paying? Uh, about uh, three fifty. Okay, that's, I mean, that's, yeah. a, that's still healthy. Um, and then, and then, what's growth look like? So, a year ago, what were you doing per month? Uh, so, our growth has been over the last two years a little bit, a little bit flat, and it's one of the reasons that we're actually completely changing our model. Okay, so it was about twenty five thousand about a year ago as well per month. Yeah. Okay. And and so what, this is a great spot to be. So you, you identified a problem. The company's flat. You got to make changes. What what are the tests that you're going to run to try and change that? Um, we're actually doing. We're actually about to do something, and I can't tell you exactly what it is. Um, in about a month, I'll be able to. But but we're about to do something that no one else in this industry. By the is, way, Eric, is, this won't go out until literally like eight months from now. So by the time this is out, your new thing will be live for six months. So, so what is that new? Oh, thing? Oh, is that right? No, yeah. oh, they didn't tell us that. That's okay. Yeah, but what? So what's the new thing? What's the test that you're going to run? Uh, it's not a test. Actually, we're we're about to become a. We're actually changing the entire model, and Orbiter is about to become a charitable nonprofit, five hundred one c three. Okay, and what that's going to allow us to do is um, is basically make uh, make our tools available free of charge to um, to many small business owners, including women-owned businesses, veteran-owned businesses, minority-owned businesses, nonprofits as well. How do you pay the developers and, to keep developing it and keeping bugs out? Um, well, actually, in in the new model, we're going to be able to. Um, we're going to be able to, uh, to, to raise actually a lot more money, um, versus going the venture model where we end up, uh, in our view, beholden to other folks. So how are you going to raise money if it's a charitable nonprofit? The way that other charitable nonprofits raise money, we're going to get grants. We're going to get, um, we're going to get donations from corporate. Um, we're going to get donations from individuals. We're going to have a lot of our current users that are going to continue paying us um, because they don't meet our criteria for for getting our services for free. Okay, so it's not and, you're just opening up a free tier. People are going to keep paying you, so you still have twenty twenty five grand a month coming in. So we're going to have we're still going to have revenue coming in. We're going to have, but our new model is going to be focused on on the people who we have. We have a selection of criteria that are going to basically enable you to um, to get a to get free license and access to all of our materials we're going to be developing education to to wrap automation around with one of the problems with marketing automation is that you give people a fishing pole and they still don't know how to use it and that's a problem that as soft that as a software company it's very difficult for us to for us to solve profitably as, By the way, it's um, even more as, difficult as a marketing agency to solve profitably because margins are way lower in an agency. Correct. And so what we do, so in this case, what this allows us to do is put formal education programs together. We're going to be able to fund those through um, through donations, through corporate sponsorships. Do you have any of those lined up, Eric? Like, I'm curious what gives you the confidence to do this. Do you have a grant lined up or a corporate sponsor lined up already? Uh, I can't, I can't disclose them, but yes, we have, we have one grant lined up and one corporate sponsor lined up. It's not official. Okay. It will be in the next 
next couple months, but we're don't name the name because I'm but curious. yeah, we're we're hold, hold the name back for confidentiality reasons. But I mean, are we talking like a hundred grand or like a million grand? What's the what's the general size here? Uh, we're going to be getting access to at least a hundred grand um, off the bat, and then we're going to be and we're going to be able to continue to raise money. Is 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 the great thing? Is is we had a um, we had a model that we were that we were looking at in the for-profit realm that would allow us to do something like this through sponsorships and things like that. But it changes who our customers are. If, if you become, if you, if you start getting corporate sponsorships, they start expecting something and our customers stop being the people that are using our tools and interacting with us. And they start being folks who are, um, they're corporates, uh, you know, but didn't you just say didn't you just say you're going to get donations from corporate? So you're still going to be beholden to them. Uh, not in the same way because they're not going to be a customer. They're going to be making a donation. Yeah, and they're so, going to say, so if I make like, this donation, you've got to do X, Y, and Z. I mean, people don't just make donations to make donations; they have expectations. Um, uh, correct, but it's not going to be an advertising sort of play where they're going to say, "Hey, we're going to make this donation, and we're going to expect you know X conversion rate on leads." They're going to say we we're going to make this donation and we expect our logo to be on your website. Yeah, it's a completely different it's a completely different game. How big is the it's, agency? It's the Eric, we're running out of time. How big is the agency okay. side of your business? Uh, we have an age. We have a boutique agency. We work with small and mid sized businesses, and and we're about six people. Okay, and, and where is everybody based between the software company and the agency? Um, except for one person, we're all in the the Denver Front Range. Oh, I, lo- I love Denver. My mom lives in Loveland and loves it out there. It's a beautiful place to be. How many people are yet? So six on the agency. How many on the software side? Uh, three. Okay, so nine folks total. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay, very good. And and so the official month now, everyone obviously listening to this, it will have already happened. But it sounds like this change is going to be happening in what October of this year, twenty eighteen. Uh, it's going to be in either late October, or early November that we're going to be able to make this announcement, and then it's super exciting, and we're super psyched. That's great. Very good. All right, Eric, let's wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? My favorite business book is Blue Ocean Strategy. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I'll tell you, there's there's a CEO that I'm that that I'm not following. Um, uh, Elon Musk is somebody who I've I've always sort of held in high regard. I, I love those guys, but I feel like like he's lost something in the last few months with the, um, you know, with, 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 there's a jerkiness to what he's doing right now and I don't quite understand it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm curious to see whether, whether things are about to go wrong or whether he's got a plan. Um, that, that's something that I'm watching. Yeah. I don't blame him. I'd be jerky too. If I was the most short start, short sold stock in history to the tune of trillions of dollars, uh, I totally get where he's coming from. Uh, I would be a little crazy too. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building your business? Uh, my favorite online tool is, um, actually it's Slack. Okay. Um, and number four, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Probably about six. Okay, healthy amount. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos? Uh, I'm a single dad with two kids. Oh, great. And are they are they kind of working in the business yet? Are they out of the house or still young? No, still 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 young. Still in elementary school. Our one's in middle school, one's in elementary school. So we've got a little while before they're before they're they're fully integrated in into into online marketing, <laughs> but we'll see. And how how old are you, Eric? 
I am 41. Last or almost 41. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Um, I wish that, that my, that my 20 year old self could see what Google was going to become. Guys, there you have it. See what Google wasn't, they weren't around then, but, but, but that thing, I didn't see, (laughs) I didn't see them. I didn't see them taking over the world and now, and now they're here. Guys, there you have it. Eric Orbiter launched in 2013, serving about 350 customers with online marketing, marketing automation, specifically with WordPress. They're doing about 25 grand per month in revenue. They're flat year over year, so they're making a major change, moving to essentially a nonprofit model where they'll take corporate donations and grants to keep growing the business. He's got a few of them lined up. We'll see how that transition goes. He's got a team of nine people in Denver building, again, the SaaS company, the marketing automation company, and running his agency, which services the same demographic. Eric, thank you for taking us to the top. Hey, thanks.